We just thank everyone today for joining us in this journey with CSDC at Cornerstone Deliverance Church, Church underneath the leadership of our founder and our overseer, Apostle Asia Francis. I'm so excited today to be one of the facilitators along with Evangelist Marie Roberts, and I'm just so excited that um, the Lord is allowing us to come on one accord. And so here we we are connecting. We're here to connect, learn, and grow. And um, you know, Sunday service we can do that, and but but it's Bible study in Sunday school where we're able to come together and you can you can feel rest assured that you're able to just in a safety zone where you're able to ask questions and yeah. share your feedback and it's safe to get closer to Jesus here on this line. Amen. Amen. And if you do not know the Messiah, the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, or even know a lot about him, you are in a safe place to find out who he is. Amen. Amen. Who he, not who he was, but who he yet is. Amen. And we're talking Amen. present because he is still, he is still the Messiah. He is still Emmanuel that is drawing us closer, that won't leave us, that is here with us. And so we just thank him today. We we want you to know that you are in a safety zone. So we welcome you this day, this first Sunday of March. Amen. Amen. We welcome you this Sunday, first Sunday for sold-out Sunday school for Cornerstone Deliverance Church. And I'm your host, and I'm one of the facilitators, Prophetess Maggie Carboner. And so I release a lot to Mother Roberts to lead us in prayer and uh, uh, Evangelist Marie Roberts to lead us in prayer. Amen? Amen. I seek you this afternoon, Lord, with my whole heart and soul. I give you myself, my desires, and my Material, I surrender completely to you, my Lord. May your plan be accomplished in our life. Lord, bless everyone on the line today, God. Lord, remember our host and her family, Prophetess Maggie. Father, remember our pastor in her absence. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. We just thank the Lord. Uh, thank you, uh, Evangelist Roberts, for the word of prayer. We just amen. thank the Lord that we are able to come come together on one accord. We thank God for this this season that we're entering in, which is our spring quarter. We thank God for the the word of God. And we will go forth in the word of God um, to just give us a brief introduction of the word To give us a brief introduction of the word, um, this new new series that we are in, we thank God for it. Amen. Um, It's our spring quarter for Union Press Gospel, Union, Union Press Gospel Sunday School lesson. And this is an awesome quarter we are getting ready to to embark on. Amen. So we just thank the Lord for it. Um, Our our lesson today is uh, our our lessons this quarter focus on the grand theme of how Jesus lived a life that was completely pleasing to God, the Father. 
So you, Jesus lived a life that was pleasing to Yahweh, that was pleasing to our Father, Jehovah. Amen. Amen. We, Amen. We, we see that Jesus pleased the Father in everything that he did. Everything was done in excellence that he did. Amen. In Amen. his works and giving him as a, giving himself as a sacrifice for our sins. Amen. And Amen. in his teachings. Amen. And no one else on earth before our or since no one before him, no one will come after him, will ever be able to do this because he was the one that was that was created. He was the one that was sent. He was the one that was that was sent to do it. Amen. Amen. And so we thank the Lord today for us being able to come on one accord. And as we go forth in this Sunday school series, and I, I just encourage you all to just be present in his presence this quarter because there is going to be some breaking that he does in us because we want to do things that are pleasing to the Father, amen, yes, just like amen. Jesus did. We want to be able to not just be pleasing by our works, but by our sacrifices and yes. our teachings. We want to be, we want to do it unto the Father, amen. Yes, amen. And so, I release the line this time to Evangelist Johnson if she can take us into a word of, uh, if she can read the word. Um, it's coming this week from Mark, the first chapter, verses 4 through 13. Amen? Amen. Sister Johnson? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. We released the line to you. Okay, yes, ma'am. I'll be reading from Mark chapter 1, verse 4 through 13. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of of a skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey, and preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast, and the angels ministered unto him. Amen. Thank God for the reading of the word. Amen. Amen. We thank God for the word. Amen. The word of God is blessed and it blesses us. And we learned on Wednesday night, amen, that it is a prophetic declaration. This is prophecy going forth. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so we see in this word here, um, 
Everything Jesus did leading up into his active years of ministry was to prepare him to, to do a work for the Lord. Jesus submitted himself humbly to the process. And because of his obedience to the Father, God, our Father, it was glorified. Amen. And so, you know, we, we know Jesus only had a three-year period that he, act, he actually did ministry. Amen. It, he did so much in three years. I mean, he, he discipled. Amen. I mean, he, 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 he showed them salvation, which is who he is. Hallelujah. He showed them. He discipled them. Hallelujah. He, he, he led them on a straight and narrow, perfect path. He let them know that you, you can do it. And so those, even after his death, and the resurrection of him rising, he, he, still, uh, he, he still to this day is impacting and, and changing lives. So we know it is nothing that we have the ability to do. We don't have the power, the strength, none of it. Hallelujah. Without him acknowledging that he is the Messiah and he is our salvation, we, we, we would not have the strength to do any of these things. Amen. It's Amen. not by our work but it is by his, him being resurrected. Amen? And so Amen. in today's lesson, God, um, today's lesson, we see that God honored his obedience. God honored Jesus' obedience Amen. with the anointing of, of the Holy Ghost. He honored, his, he honored him and he filled him with the anointing of the, of the promise, the Holy Ghost. Amen? And so Amen. in the four Gospels, the book of Matthew, the book of Mark, the book of Luke, and the book of John, those four di- Gospels depict Jesus as di- all differently. The, the, the book of Matthew depicts Jesus as, as the king. The book of Mark, in which we're in today, depict him as a servant. And if Jesus was a servant, my God, that should, t- <laughs> that should tell you where we should take a place, our place in the kingdom. Amen? Amen. If Jesus was a servant. And so the book of Luke, we see him as the son of man. And as in the book of John, we see him as the son of God. And so we, we're going to get different. The, the, the writers and the authors, uh, the authors of these uh, books will show him over the next, next quarter differently, but all the same. Amen? If that makes Amen. sense. Amen? Yes. And so... We see today our aim is to show how the Father prepared Jesus for leadership. Glory to God. He, he cultivated three years. He, walked, he did ministry for three years, and it was more effective than, 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 than it was the most effective ministry ever. Amen? Amen? And it was to show, the principle was to show that God, to show that when God wants us in leadership, he calls us specifically, specifically for that task. And so our application today is to encourage each one to be sensitive to God's calling for leadership in their lives. Amen? Amen. And so we see today um, in this John began to baptize. John was in the woods, in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. John was in the woods. He was in the desert. 
He was in what we call down here in the south, the low country, glory to God. In the bayou, the backwoods, hallelujah, the desert, hallelujah, out, out in the wilderness, preaching a gospel, preaching the gospel to the people, yes. to be baptized and to turn away, to mm. do a full turn, never to go back, never looking back, never living in regret about it for the remission of sin. Hallelujah, glory to God. And we see that, guess what? The good thing about John, John wasn't even preaching to the Gentiles. Guess who he was preaching this word to? He was preaching this word to the Jews. Hallelujah, glory to God. God's chosen people who were not living like how the word of God declared them to live. They were still living in tradition. They were still living in the ways that they thought was right. And he was telling them that that way you are living is not producing a fruit, a fruit that is of repentance. Hallelujah. And so we thank God today. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother Darrell. We thank God today, God giving us a, God sending us the truth, the truth. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus is the truth. Hallelujah, that we won't be stuck in no tradition. We won't be stuck in no rituals. We won't be stuck in any of this way, but we were able to come up out of that. Hallelujah. Jew and Gentile were able to come up out of the lifestyle of sin and turn and and be able to repent. And, And John was teaching this thing. He was really, really teaching this thing. He was, he was baptizing and he was preaching it and teaching it to them that you got to be sorry for your sins and they must and, and, and have them and, and then you must be forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. And so people, we see that people from all over the country of Judea and from Jerusalem came to him. They wanted to know how they can be freed from this ritual and this, 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 this way that they were so used to doing things that was not how the Messiah, how God wanted them to do it any longer. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so John was preaching and teaching it. And he was baptizing. And when you think about the word baptism, it is an outward symbol of an internal change of heart. It's something that you do in the outward, but guess what is affected? The inward, the heart. It's a dip. It's a, it's a washing, glory to God. It's a yeah. plunging, meaning you are submerged in water. Hallelujah, glory to God. The immersion of a, or a dipping of a believer, glory to God. And water symbolizes the complete renewal and change in the believer's life. So once they accepted Christ, it was, it, it was a renewal. It was, it was, it was a, a change that was taking place in them once they were baptized. They were being purified and, and washed of the sins that they, in, uh, that, that they had committed. They had already confessed it. Now the washing takes place, glory to God. And they were able to live a life that was testifying to the death, the burial, and resurrection. This, this is what baptism is, that we are able to testify that he died on the cross that he rose on the third day. He was buried in the tomb, but yet still he rose on the third day. And Jesus Amen. is salvation. 
is he he is salvation. He is that freedom, glory to God. Yes. And so we see that the purification from all it, it purifies us from all that would exclude us, that would that would lit, that would keep us being connected to him. Hallelujah, glory to God. When you think of something that is excluded, it keeps you out. Hallelujah. So now we are purified from that which would keep us out from God's presence. From that which would keep us shut out from God's presence. Glory to God. That which would keep us eliminated from getting in God's presence. We are now being purified from that. And so we see... In today's lesson, Jesus knew that the very beginning about the calling upon his life, it was a calling to die. He knew this. He knew he came for a purpose. He knew he had a purpose. But it also was a calling to lead others to him. Hallelujah. How humble is that? He knew he was to lead them to himself. Glory to God. And he did it with such grace and humility, glory to God, in the form of a servant, hallelujah. He could have been puffed up and arrogant, hallelujah. You come into me and you're going to serve me, glory to God. But he did it in such a grace, in such an elegant, and in such a a, a humility. It was was done so perfect, glory to God. Yes. That he led them, he led us to him, glory to God. You think about when you first accepted Christ, hallelujah. Mm. There was a leading that took place. And we learned last week that, that, that you had to take the first step in anything that when we are led, we have to take the first step, glory to God. Mm. It, is, it is us taking the first initiative to get to him. And so you think about when you, when you took that initiative to accept him as the father to accept him as your Savior, to accept him as the Messiah, to to know that he died and he rose and he buried all of our sins. That's a humbling experience. Hallelujah. And so in our lesson this week, we explore how the Father prepared Jesus for a unique leadership role. He was a servant. The Father had to prepare him for this thing. I know anyone, as far as taking the leadership, taking a role in leadership, whether you you walk in the gift, you you have the gift or the calling of of this, uh, uh, the calling upon your life, and you begin and you walk in, um, uh, whether it's the prophet or the the office of a prophet or apostle or evangelist or a teacher or pastor, whatever one you walk in, glory to God, it's a humbling experience, but you have to be prepared prepared for that role. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, glory to God. You you have to go and you have to prepare for that role. Hallelujah, glory to God. I know when I, I thought I was prepared because I had been walking in the, the gift of the, uh, the, the, the spiritual gift of the prophet for years. Hallelujah, glory to God. But it was not until, hallelujah, that I was able to one-on-one and, and, and get the word and become disciple, glory to God. Yes, How a possible disciple and, and, and teach me the word of God. Hallelujah. In 
hum, it, it, a humbling took place in my heart, yes. hallelujah, in my spirit, hallelujah, so that I knew that this role was just not any role, hallelujah. Mm. It was a unique leadership role, hallelujah, that could not be, it could not be tainted. It, my hands had to be clean. My mouth had to be clean. Glory mm. to God. So it is a preparation process. Jesus had to go through preparation. He had to go through preparation. He was the Messiah. <laughs> he had to go through being made ready to be used, being made ready because he was considered, being made ready. It was an undertaking that had to take place. Plans and provisions had to be made. And, and the Father began to do that. Amen? And so the forerunner of the Messiah, God chose a very unlikely forerunner to announce the arrival of the Messiah. We learned in last quarter that forerunner was John. Amen. He came before. But guess what? He knew that there was someone that was coming after him more powerful. Amen. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. He came to warn the people, hey, Y'all better get this in line because there is one that is coming after me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That has all, that is powerful. Hallelujah. And so we see that God, the the prophet Isaiah had already talked about him many centuries before. He was already, he was already being spoken of in the Old Testament by by the prophet Isaiah. He was already being spoken of. Centuries. The God is detailed. We see that. He he'd already laid out the, the prophet Isaiah begin to speak to the people and let the Jews know, hey, there is one that is coming. Amen. John begins to tell the, the Jew and the Gentile, there is one that is coming, glory to God. And so we see that he was unrefined and bold, John the Baptist. John was bold. He was out there in them backwoods, in that low country, in that swamp, that bayou, wherever he was. <laughs> hallelujah. He was baptizing. Hallelujah. Dipping them in. The, see, tradition was for Judaism, they would, be, they would go to the temple. Amen. And they, that was a sign. They would go to the temple and they would be baptized. Hallelujah. It was a, it was a public cleansing mm-hmm. as an outward sign of conversion. But, but John began to tell them, hey, this thing is going to take place on the inside of you. Glory to God. This mm-hmm. thing is getting ready to uproot. This thing is getting ready to uproot that stuff you have learned. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Those patterns of behavior that ain't like God. Hallelujah. Yes. That Hallelujah. ain't like him. God is getting ready to cleanse the heart that Jeremiah say is wicked, hallelujah, because this thing is taking place inwardly. Mm. So we know John was probably a cousin of Jesus. Mm. He was one of them cousin in them. His parents were Zacharias and Elizabeth, and he was just a few months older than Jesus. We know the story. The baby leaped. We know it. Mm-hmm. So John, John was John. John was he was full of the spirit. He was full of the spirit, but yet mm-hmm. still he let them know it is not me. They're one coming more powerful now. 
Amen. So John Amen. lived and preached in the wilderness. He told people to turn from their sins. Mm-hmm. Now you imagine going and tell the chosen people. Now you just imagine this. You go and tell the chosen people. That's like going telling the queen or the president, you're wrong. You got to turn from what you've been doing. And repent and don't look back. And turn to living, turn to the living God. Amen. So this would lead to forgiveness. John also was known as the baptizer. When people repented of their sins, he baptized them publicly as an outward sign of of their decision to follow in the ways of God. He did this to let them know that that yet still uh, uh, internal change is getting around. There's going to be an internal change from this outward change. Amen? And so the message about the Messiah, John's message was simple and forceful. It compelled people to pay attention to him. He, he, he knew how to draw that cry. He knew how to draw that attention so that it would be focused on, so that it, it, for it was about the Messiah. He wasn't drawing it to him, but he was, he was letting them know, I, I, got a, I got something to tell you. I need your attention at this moment because I, I want to let you know that the, I have to tell you about the Messiah who is coming after me. And so John acknowledged that the the person who was coming after him was far greater than he was, far greater. He didn't want to take the the glory from Jesus. He wanted to let them know he's coming, and he's powerful. You're going to call upon his name, not John. You're going to cry out his name, not mine. Amen. Amen. And so, in fact, he was so great that John was not even worthy to untie his sandal. Mm-hmm. John, he was letting them know, I'm not even worthy to unbuckle the laces in his shoes, to untie his sandals, to take, I'm not, I'm not even worthy. And so John then proclaimed something that was very intriguing. He said that he baptized with water, but the one who was coming would baptize, would baptize people with the, with the promise, the Holy Spirit. Amen. His Spirit. Amen. This week I, 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 I prayed and I asked God to, to, refill, to refresh, and re, refresh and renew his spirit in me. Because I need, the word says I need him to, he, the spirit comes to bring truth and it will lead and guide him. And I said, Lord, I need you to lead and guide me. He, he, he was letting him know that, yeah, I can dip you in this water. I can dip you in this, this lake. I can dip you in this swimming pool. I can dip you in this baptism pool, wherever we are. But the, the, there's one that, that, that feels, the, there's one that has the power to fill with, my, with the Holy Spirit. He was prophesying to them people. He was letting them know. Yeah, this water is a part of it. 
But there's going to be something that is on the inside of you that takes on a cleansing mm-hmm. of the heart. It takes a cleansing of the inner man. It takes on a that gives that cleanses that breaks up the stony heart that that cleanses it that purifies it. And so the coming of this Messiah would change things. He would be like no other. There will be none that come be- that came before him, and there will be none that ever come after him. He is the way, the only way. The Messiah declared the time for public manifestation of the Messiah had come. Jesus came down from the Nazareth with the specific purpose of being baptized by John in the Jordan. Amen. He was baptizing in the river. Mm-hmm. Jesus humbled himself and let a man baptize him, the Messiah. In the Jordan River, something special happened when Jesus was baptized. A pure, something special happened. As onlookers, as the onlookers watched, the heavens parted and the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus in the form of a dove. The voice of God, the Father, then came from heaven declaring that Jesus was his beloved son and that he was fully fully pleased with him. Jesus got the sign of approval that God was pleased with him. And so something took place. Remember the moment that something took place when you were filled with the Holy Spirit. Something took place. You knew there was a difference in you. Amen. Glory to God. You knew that there was something that, that, that changed your life. The things that, that you, you were once able to do, you were no longer able to do. Glory Amen. to God. Because of that inward change. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Yes. And, and hearing the Lord say, he is pleased with you. He, he is pleased with you. Because now you've allowed his, his promise to enter in. And so the Messiah, so we see that how the baptism relates to Jesus and to us, it means we have turned from our old life. See, we were once in sin. We were once with a wicked heart. We were once in need of purification. Yes. But when we turned, when we, we, we turned, you think about your body turns. It means it, 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 it turns from being it facing, going, looking at it, to now you're looking, you're, you're looking towards it. Hallelujah. Amen. So you, you do a turn into this new life. And now you have gone from the old life into a new life in Jesus. It means that we are publicly identifying with the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Messiah. 
This is how the baptism relates. This is how Jesus being baptism baptized relates to us. We can understand what he went through. Glory to God. Amen. It means we are openly joining the ranks of those who believe in Christ. We are openly joining together with our brothers and sisters. We are able to connect, glory to God. We are not connecting by chance on this line, glory to God, but we are able to connect and join together in the ranks, hallelujah, because we all have one thing in common, and that is to believe and trust and worship the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We are able to come together and do that. And so when we are baptized, we first see, the first symbol that we see is we, we realize we can, when we are baptized, we, we, our old man is dying on the cross just like Jesus did on the cross. Glory to God. The second thing that we see is, it, is when Jesus was buried in the tomb. So we are now all of our un, all of our thing, them things them, those those things that we did in the dark and those things that were sinful and that grieved and and that 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 grieved God Hallelujah Glory those things that you never told anyone about now they are being buried in the tomb Glory to Amen. God Amen Thank you Jesus And so as we are lowered in that water. Everything that we take, everything that we have that hindered us, that will prevent us, that will cause us not, that will exclude us, that will cause us not to be able to, to make it in, that will keep us out from being able to, to reign with him, that, to be able to live in this kingdom that he talks about in Matthew 6, 3, and 33. Anything that causes us not to be able to to, to, to live right with him. Hallelujah, glory to God. Guess what? It's, it, it's now buried in that tomb. Mm. This kingdom that he talks about. Anything that would cause us from being able to seek that kingdom and anything that would cause us to not be able to live in righteousness and not to be able to, 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 to live and reign with him. Now it's buried. And so we see that when we are lowered in that water, anything that will prevent us is buried. It's washed from us. And so the third thing is we are raised from the water. It symbolizes Jesus raising us from the dead man into newness. No longer are we dead. But now we are new. We are refreshed. We are refined. We, we are born again in his righteousness, in his holiness. Amen. So we can relate. We can relate to what Jesus went through in this baptism. Amen? Amen. So, so the Messiah tested Satan is always prowling around, seeking to thwart God's redemptive plan. That's his job. Mm-hmm. He don't have no other job, but guess what? He's faithful to that job. <laughs> Even though, and the sad part is, he's faithful to the job that he know he already lost. Amen. Ain't that Amen. Amen. 
he he don't got fired and, and he still works. Amen. He don't he don't deserve his notice and he's still working, glory to God, because that's his job. That's his assignment. Mm-hmm. And so even as the Holy Spirit led Jesus, there's that word led again. Hallelujah, glory to God. And, and last week, that really blessed my spirit. Hallelujah. I didn't I didn't think that word meant so much. Hallelujah. But when we when we when we are led, we are to go. We are to move to move a force and influence affecting the mind. Opposed to being so so we, we it, it doesn't mean that we are being dragged or we are being pulled, glory to God. But we are actively moving on our own will. Hallelujah, glory to God. So we see that Jesus was, that even as the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness, as Jesus began to go into the wilderness, Amen. He, he began to follow the Spirit of God. And Satan was crouching out there, ready to pounce at any chance of tempting the Messiah. So now if the Messiah was tempted, we know that we will face temptations. And we're going to see that's, that's a lesson that we're going to get into next week, glory to God. But guess what? Even at his weakest moment, so trials and testing will come to all of us. It's going to come. Amen. That's the truth. But Satan makes it, makes it his mission to destroy all God's anointed ones. Mm-hmm. Godly leaders are often proved through trial. That is when we are proven. And you don't have to carry it. Just to know that you are a son or a daughter of God. Just to know that you, you may be the usher in the church. Hallelujah. You may, be, you may just go and clean the bathroom, glory mm-hmm. to God. You, whatever assignment that you do, you won't, God, guess what? God is going to let you know that you, you will be proven to stand through that trial. Mm-hmm. You will make it. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every role is every everybody in the kingdom. Every member in the kingdom is important. Glory to amen, God. Amen. Amen. And we all go through trials. We are all mm. tempted. Hallelujah. But guess what? He, God, Jesus had a way and an opportunity of escape. Hallelujah. And we thank the Lord. So that should encourage us that he didn't fall for the enemy's bait. He didn't fall to be tricked by the wicked one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so that should let us know that he was tempted, but he took the opportunity. He he didn't fall for it. Hallelujah. He was able to serve his purpose. In three years, he walked out his ministry in three years. Yes. Only on the earth for 33 in the last three of his years. He was able to disciple, teach, preach, feed the hungry. Lead them back, lead them to him. Hallelujah. Lead us to him. Hallelujah. He was able to to encourage those that were hopeless. Hallelujah. He was able to deliver those that were sent, that were filled with spirits. Hallelujah. He was able to turn water into wine. Hallelujah. He was even able to meet the woman at the well. Hallelujah. To encourage her. 
You don't have to lay with another. Hallelujah. Amen. There comes out of to give you freedom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank he was Jesus. able even to allow the woman with the issue of blood to mm. touch his robe, to touch yes. his garment, to heal her from infirmity, illness, disease, sickness, malfunction. Hallelujah. Mm. Because by his stripes, he's healed. We are healed. By his stripes, hallelujah, in three years, in modern terms, how many days is that? Hallelujah. It's, it's 365 days in a year. So in modern term, in, in our terminology, he did this in 1,095 days. Mm. He served purpose. And he still did it with going through trials and temptations. He still did it going through ridicule and embarrassment. He still went through it being whipped and, and bruised and, and beat up and, and laughed at and denied and, and turned over and sold for, for money. Hallelujah. He's still being betrayed. He still did all of this. And he did it so, so gracefully. He did it so and now we reap the benefits because now we have salvation. Amen. Yes. Salvation because of him. Mm. John just let them know that, hey, come on over. I know you say you worship him in this Judaism, but come on. I know you Jews say you do it, but, but come mm. on. There's freedom in this thing. It's going to be an outward and an inward change. Come on. Let me dip you so he can fill you with his spirit. Hallelujah. Mm. We sing we know it's the blood. Hallelujah. If it was yeah. not the blood, we would, be, we would be bound to idolatry and all kinds of things. But now we have a freedom because of that blood. Hallelujah. Amen. We're able to testify. We're able to share. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. How when we went down in that water, how it felt that we, we mm. can connect with our Father. Glory to God. How we can connect with the Messiah. Glory yes. to God. How when we mm. went down in that water, we're able to yes. bury our sins. We know how it feels to have our flesh nailed on the altar. Glory to God. Yes. No, it don't feel good to this saint, to this natural man. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory mm. to God. Because the natural man wants glory. Hallelujah. The natural man want to it, 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 it get all in emotion. He want to he wants that, hallelujah. But when we, when, we, when we nail it on that altar, hallelujah, we know that there is a greater purpose that he has called his sons and daughters to be able to, to walk in. He walked in it, and he did it successfully, hallelujah, glory to God, in the midst of the enemy, hallelujah, who was on a job, who's still working on a job. He's been fired from decades and centuries. He ain't never had rightful place, hallelujah, and never will, glory to God. But the Lord lets us us know today through his word that if I if I if I can get out and I can spread the gospel if I can if John can tell them to repent and turn from their sins then we should be doing this hallelujah glory Amen. to God Amen. staying Amen. humble about it and we see that Jesus in the four gospels Jesus did some he did he said what natural man can you know can feed a multitude 
with two, with how many loaves of bread? How many fish? Two fish in the Bible. Yes, and in one version of it, one of the one of the gospels, it says that they had doggy bags. Glory to God. That means they had a box to go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who do you know can has the power or the ability to do that? Glory to God. Mm-hmm. I, I I I can relate to them stories about Mother Roberts being a single parent. I remember when days when I didn't have enough food. Glory to God. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, Lord, there ain't enough food for three kids. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking about my sister coming over. Glory to God. And her kids mm-hmm. coming because they mm-hmm. smell something in the kitchen. Glory to God. But God stretches the meal with it with feet. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. He's still a miracle worker. Yes, Hallelujah. He, he was able to get up on the Sermon of Mounds and tell them about being blessed. Hallelujah. Thank we you, don't Jesus. know how blessed we are sometimes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That he blew, that the, that our father blew his breath in us to give us life today. Amen. Hallelujah. We are mm. some blessed people. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And it, and, it, and guess what? In the midst of it, of us being blessed, we should be able to throw up our hands and tell him, thank you, glory mm. to God, that you did not forget me this day. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. You did Hallelujah. not forget my children this day, thank glory to God. Jesus. None of us got a call to say, your children, your child didn't make it, glory to God. My, call, my child, he was, I had to tell him sometimes, I had to put y'all on mute. He'd be calling all in the middle of it, glory to God. <laughs> and I am him right on in, hallelujah. But the Lord has let me know that he is still yet amongst the living, glory to God. My all loved right. ones are still amongst the living glory to God. We should get no cause. So it should give us a heart of gratitude where we are able to throw up our hands and say, thank you, Messiah. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This week I was filled with so much gratitude. Yes. Mm. That God heard my prayers concerning my life, spiritually, naturally, emotionally, financially, relationally, every aspect that God is doing in Maggie's life. I said, God, I was so weak on Tuesday morning. Good Lord, I, I, I don't know how I made it to my, in my office to sit on that computer to talk to them people. I was like a bucket of tears, glory to God. Because I said, Lord, you woke me up to give your name glory this morning. You woke me up to be able to give you praise this morning, glory to God. And yet still, when some days I forget and some days I be tired, some days I don't even, just being honest, don't even feel like doing it, glory to God. But yet still, you never forget about me, glory to God. Amen. I was hoping that come about the Messiah mm. humiliated but yet still denied mm. yet still he's denied to this day but guess what he did it anyhow anyhow he went on that cross anyhow mm-hmm. to God had to fill him with his spirit in that baptism because he knew the task and the challenge that his son was getting ready to go through in days ahead. He had to tell him that he was pleased with him. Amen. He says, then a voice came from heaven. Not just any voice, but the voice of God. The, the, the voice of the creator came yes. from heaven. And said, you, the voice of Yahweh, the voice of Jehovah mm. came from the heaven. Hallelujah. It cracked the sky. And say, you are my beloved son. Yes. 
in which I am well pleased. Glory to God. Mm. This is, I, I've been in that place where I have heard God say, I'm pleased with you, Maggie. My God, just imagine he, hearing God, and you probably have heard God. I, you know how what you and God talk about during your prayer time. Hallelujah, glory yes, to God. Thank you, Jesus. That's a good feeling, hallelujah, glory. Oh, you got yeah. to, know the, the, to know that you are getting ready to face adversity, trials, and temp- temptation, to know that you are getting ready to be denied, to know that you are being getting ready to be ridiculed and laughed at and your clothes sold. Think about all the things Jesus went. They put a crown of thorns on him. They made him drink vinegar, glory to God. Mm-hmm. They was raffling his clothes off, getting ready to sell him. The man wasn't even dead yet, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But he said, I'm well pleased. Well pleased. Not just any pleased, but well pleased. You Mm -hmm. right, Evangelist Robert. Well pleased. Yes. That means I'm excited. That means I'm 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 excited. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. Well pleased. Well pleased. We want to hear that. We want to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know what well pleased me? It means that he was highly gratified. He was mm-hmm. satisfied. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're saying God was, was highly satisfied with Jesus with, of him? Oh, my God. He was pleased. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. We want to hear that. We want to hear that, Lord. Oh, yeah. We want to please you. We want you to be very happy with our life living. We want you to be very happy with our walk as these born-again oh, yeah. creatures. We're sons and daughters. We want to be, we want to, want you, we want to hear that. Amen. As we are being led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. As we are filled with your promise. He was proud. He was a proud daddy at that moment. <laughs> he was delighted in what Jesus was getting ready to do days ahead. Mm-hmm. And I know if he was delighted in Jesus, I know he had to be delighted in John. Because John was warning him and telling him, hey, he's coming. Mm-hmm. I'm not even worthy to unbuckle his, his sandals. Hallelujah. I'm not even ready to unlace his Jordan. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he's coming. Glory to God. I'm not worthy. Hallelujah. I, I might can baptize you in this water. Glory to God. But he's going to fill you with, with, the, with the Holy Spirit. Glory Hallelujah. to God. And give you Lord. our life. Thank you, Jesus. We thank him today. Thank you, Lord. We thank him. And so in our next week lesson, we will focus on the temptation of Jesus. That's going to make us become overcomers. We're getting ready to be empowered this, this quarter. Amen. This quarter is going to be, it's, it's, going, it's going to show, it's, going to, it's getting ready to, each, each one of these quarters become, deep, we get deeper and deeper in our walk. But we're getting ready to know how we can overcome temptation with the word. And we know the word is God. Amen. It's with him, is him. Hallelujah. We know that. Hallelujah. 
So we know that we're getting ready to be empowered to overcome. The word became flesh. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It is his Amen. audible, written voice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Oh, my Amen. God. We get ready to get deep into this thing. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. What successful tactic did he use against Satan's deceptions? We're getting ready to go into that next week. I have gotten the words. We have three words for next week, and I'm going to release the line to Mother Robinson. I do apologize, Mother Robinson. I'm going to text you the, the flyer right now so you okay, can release the you. words, amen, because that was, that was what we have, amen. So I apologize publicly, no, that's amen. that's okay. That's okay. Amen. Amen. We, we, we got to, I, got to, I got to remember what I said, and I, I want to <laughs> stick to that. Amen. So Amen. let me find Mother Robertson. I released the line to Mother Robertson. So however she leads us with the questions at this time, we want to participate in this. Amen. This is, this is for our upgrowing, our upbuilding. This is for us. This, this stuff, it, whether we know it or not, it keeps us through the week. Yes. Yeah. It, it empowers yeah. us how to, how to handle things during the week. You can say, I remember in Bible study, glory to God, I remember that in Bible study, hallelujah, that I prophesied when I read the word, hallelujah. So when I read the scriptures this week, I read it with boldness and clarity, <laughs> hallelujah. I wasn't fumbling over no words. I said, Lord, now take my mouth because I'm getting ready to prophesy into the atmosphere. Right. Hallelujah, glory to God. Amen. So we, this stuff, it keeps us. It teaches us. It leads and it guides us. So yes. let us pay attention to that and let us participate. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Sister the Lord. Johnson, do you all have your books? Yes, ma'am. You too, Brother Goldman? Yes, I have my book. Okay. So we're going to do some questions. You want to do number one, Brother Goldman? Okay. It says, what was John's primary ministry and what activity was the ministry centered around? Okay, John's primary ministry. Uh, John was a baptizer, and to me, his primary ministry was um, in the temple in Jerusalem. Um... But, you know, to me, that was his primary ministry. And the activity that was ministered centered around was uh, he did his work in the wilderness, mm -hmm. and his ministry centered around baptizing people. That's why it's called John the Baptist in all three synodic gospels of Matthew chapter 3, verse 1, Mark chapter 6, verse 14, and Luke, chapter 7, 28. And it also said he ministered as a herald or announcer for the arrival of the Messiah. So that's pretty much the question, the answer I had to the question. Okay, you want to do number two? Okay. Let me look at the question. What were people indicating when... They were baptized by John. 
Uh, they were indicating that someone of significant importance was going to return. As it says right here, um, you know, he said that he had a vision that someone significant was coming uh, to Jerusalem. And that's the answer I have to the question. Okay, so Mr. Johnson, you have the same answer, or you have another one for that? Number two. Number two? Mm-hmm. No, basically, it's um, the same. What do you have? Give me one second. Let's, let's look at that question. Yeah, uh-huh. I said, what were the people indicating when they were baptized by John? They were indicating that their their sins when when they went down in the water it would indicate that their sins were washed away and then and they were being buried their sins were being buried with with Christ and then when they when they were raised from the water it symbolized that they were risen with Christ to live this new life and they knew the when they went down, those old sins of everything were passed away. So when they got up, it was like, behold, everything becomes new. So they began to walk in the newness of life in Christ Jesus. That's what I wrote. Okay, and I have a question. When when they talk about the, the dove, what you thought that meant? The dove was representing the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's right. Okay, could you do the question number three, um, Sister Johnson, Vanessa sure. Johnson? Um, what is repentance and what results when a person repents? Well, I, 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 I put on there that when we repent, it's a totally 360-degree turnaround. You, it's like your whole life changes. When you repent, evident. When we repent, we're saying that's over. That lifestyle, that those things I did, that's over. And I'm beginning to walk according to the Word of God now. And I, hey. I'm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All that had to be done because when we repent, we're giving our life completely to God. It was not, you know. The same, like a, like when you when we get baptized, that's mm-hmm. an outward show of what's already happened on the inside. Because when you go in that water, you already done said, "Jesus, I give you my heart," and and you already did that, and you're doing the baptism as an outward show of what already took place on the inside. That God has already cleansed you up. A lot Amen. of people will know that. A lot of people go in the water thinking that's how I'm getting saved, and it's mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. You Amen. go in the saved. Well, let me ask you all a question. Um, you say you all have the book, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, the answers is in the book, but the, what you all told yeah, me you know. is still true. But I'm just saying that the answer is in the book. You all know that, right? Yeah, I'm looking at some of that, yes. Okay, so do number four, Brother Darrell. I mean, yeah, Brother Darrell. 
It says, why was the comparison of John with Elijah important? To me, it was important because, and this is why I'm getting the paragraph from to understand it, it pointed John's ministry as the forerunner of the Messiah. Um, John was actually the fulfillment of Elijah's prophecy in Malachi 4 5, but it requires faith to accept this. So, to me, to answer the question, when you compare John to Elijah, uh, John was basically the uh, announcer and prophet to Elijah. And Elijah, um, let's say some saying. You know, he, John would minister in the spirit and power of Elijah. So it's like John, depend, Elijah depended on John. I guess to know the word of God. That's why it was mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. That's the way. I, that's the way I took it. You know, the, what they were trying to, the question asked me to give them an answer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Also, it says John, John's attire uh, would have reminded the Jewish people of Elijah, the prim premier Old Testament prophet. His attire also <laughs> and diet was characteristic of someone who spent his time residing in the wilderness area. They marked as very different. It was his choice to live fruitfully and apply himself wholeheartedly to the ministry God had given him. And that's the same way John did. Amen. Right. Amen. Okay, so now each of you or anyone could go first. Just tell me what you got out of the lesson today. And then we're going to move forward. Well, what I got from the lesson, uh, it talked about repentance. Mm -hmm. And from a personal standpoint, if you want to change in your life, if you're tired of being miserable, depressed about any and everything, tired of negativity around you, uh, we have to give up some sins in our way of life if we want to be converted. And from reading the lesson today, I really liked and what I learned is the concept of repentance. It's important. Said right here means to think differently and to reverse Amen. the pattern of thought. And, you know, as we talk in Bible study throughout the week on Wednesday night, and, and I mm -hmm. stress it, and it's also stressed from Apostle Raider Francis, mm -hmm. in my opinion, of what's being displayed to us. You know, we cannot be misinformed, and anything told to us must come from the Word of God. Amen. And to me, if we want change, and I know every day is not going to be flowers and roses. It's going to mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. things coming our way from family, friends. But if we repent and say, God, I want change, you must repent and think differently. Amen. And reverse the pattern of thought in your life. Amen. You know, uh, and I'm going to say this and then I'll let someone else speak. You know, last night, everybody, not to bring secular things into Bible study, but 
Everybody's talking about Chris Rock and Will Smith and their little situation. And I'm not going to lie, I got caught up and went on Netflix to see what was going on, too. But in just watching it and hearing it, as much as I've come here to invoke Christ in my life, all the cursing and, you know, it just felt so different. Like, wow, they're cursing really a lot. And, you know what I mean? Your ears don't want to hear that when you're in the house of the Lord and got Amen. God in Amen. You know, the joke might be funny, but you don't want to hear it all the time. At one point, right. I got away from it and actually fell asleep. So I know cursing is going to be out here. But when you want to change your life, you never really don't want that stuff around you. And it's a lot of things we think is cute that was sinful. We don't want them in our lives anymore. Because That's we've right. Been Amen. Amen. You don't want to go to no strip club, or you don't want to go to no club to get drunk. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to go to the laundry list of things, but it's the repentance of a change of pattern and sin. Come on, Brother Darrell. I'm sorry, Amen. go ahead. Okay. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Amen. Come on, preach it. Amen. <laughs> and, you know, that's just me. And, you know, I'm not down anyone think I'm better than anybody else, but, you know, as the president told me once, you know, the facts speak for themselves. And once you accept that this is why I shouldn't have been, this is why I need to be, and how to mm-hmm. get there, that's where the change in Christ and your address and building a relationship with Christ. So that's what I took from the day's lesson. And, you know, as John was the minister out in the wilderness, and, you know, Elijah depended on him. For the word, to me, he took that spirit of Jesus and knowing that he better prepare himself because he said that someone significant will be coming back. And you better believe it and get your spirit ready. And, you know, John's baptism of repentance, you know, basically is what I took on what must get us there to be converted as a believer uh, in Christ. Amen. So, you know, that's what I took from the day. Amen. And, you know, I pray God keeps me going uh, and striving for relationships through Cornerstone Deliverance Church with uh, the Bible study, the Sunday school lesson, and also uh, Sunday school. Because to me, if you miss something, you should feel bad about it. So I need to get back down there <laughs> to listen. If you really want to be converted. Um, That's the truth. And I will always say this before I go, that it's constant uh, in knowing Christ. It's ongoing, and we need to be ongoing, too. Yes, amen. Constant learning, constant growing. And I I promise you, nothing the devil put against you will not bother you. And God will get out your face. I've seen it time and time again. People don't want to argue, ain't going to argue with you no more. People don't want to get the last word. There's just no looking at you. I'm not going to discuss it. Amen. Because there's Amen. God and the truth is in you. Mm-hmm. And they know it. And that's what I took from the day Sunday school on repentance and to bring forth a converted change of behavior. Oh, that was a beautiful speech. Beautiful, that's beautiful. Yes, it was. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Sister Johnson, Vanessa Johnson. Well, um, what I got from it is how John was the forerunner. How John had to prepare himself to forerunner before Jesus, but then 
when Jesus came on the scene also, Jesus had to prepare himself to go on down the cross with us. Mm-hmm. And how both of them were humble. So that was one thing I got. We have to stay humble. Yes, you know, amen. The position we're in, we have to stay humble and stay before God so we can get the right instructions. Amen. And do the things that God is calling us to do. Amen. Also, um, how when John came, even in the midst of that, you had people who did get baptized, but then you had those also who who were rebuttal or whatever. But John kept doing what God had called him to do. Yes. he He didn't let the people stop what God had called him to do. Amen. And he, he felt like he 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 didn't want to baptize Jesus because he he knew that Jesus was was worthy. He didn't feel like he was worthy enough. To yes. Baptize. He knew who Jesus was once he saw the dove. Amen. God Amen. That this is my son, whom I'm well pleased. All so right. He knew, and he humbled himself. He was like I. I should be being baptized by you. Amen. See who Christ is. And then, and in our walking, we get to see who he is. We get to see him exemplified, not only in the characters and stuff that we learn in the Bible, but then we have to take those characters and we have to walk in those same characters and allow God to do that in us. And, Amen. And yes. When we repent. Amen. That's what we were saying. We were saying, God, I give it all to you. Oh, yes. Amen. I humble myself before you and whatever you want me to do. Not my will, but your will be done. Yes. We know that, um, when we do that, uh, at the end, it was saying, and Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. And so we know that uh, as we walk with Christ, there will be temptations and other things. But we know that Christ is over already overcome all that, so we know that we are overcomers also. So that's right, Evangelist. Teach. Amen. That's what I got from it. Amen. That we can live and walk in a victorious life through Christ. Amen. That was beautiful from the both of you all. Prophet Maggie Amen. gave us three words today. One is overcoming, mm. and the other one is up here. And the third one was aftermath. Aftermath? Yeah, aftermath. Okay. You all have them? Is this for today or next week? No, this is for you next were... week. This is for next okay. week. You're okay, going to have to look yeah. them up and get the opposite in the present like we did before, like she had us do before. Oh, okay. You said that aftermath, overcoming, what's the other one? Appear. A-P-P-E-A-L. Uh-huh. You said appear? Appear. Peel. A-P-P-E-A-L. Peel. Oh, I thought you said appear. Okay. <laughs> the way I pronounced it, I'm sorry. Okay, appeal. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get in late. So, Mr. Johnson... Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Mother Robert, uh, Evangelist Robert. I, I, one, next week, 
Um, let, let us all try to join back in and bring someone and invite someone. Also, we have prayer on Monday night at 8 p.m. for Amen. Cornerstone Deliverance Churches. We have prayer Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. And you, we never know what someone may be in need of. We have Bible study at Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Wednesday at 8 p.m. And we, we're back here Sunday morning worship, 8 a.m., Sunday school at noon. And so Amen. let's invite someone. We never know what someone may need, stand in the need of or share the broadcast when they're released. Uh, but next week, Brother Darrell, I'm going to ask if you can open us up with a, a brief recap of the first lesson for two minutes, a two-minute share so that we can go forth into our lesson um, before we Amen. read the scripture. Amen. And and then we, you know, Mother Roberts will open us in, uh, Evangelist Roberts will open us in prayer. Uh, Sister Johnson, how, um, however the Lord leads the prayer in the reading of the scriptures, but however God orchestrate that. But before we go into the reading of the word, Brother Darrell, I'm going to ask that you do a recap of this week's lesson. Amen? Amen. Okay. Um, yeah, just a quick recap. Um, just sitting here. Um, no, that's going to be next week, brother. I'm sorry, brother, that I didn't make it specific, plain. That's next week. I want you, if you can, do the recap next Sunday at 12. Okay, well, we went over today. Just recap it two minutes, and that's it. Okay, I got you. Yes, sir. Amen, well, amen. So maybe I'm here at 12 o'clock next Sunday. Yes, ma'am, I got you. Because you want me to start it, I'll definitely be here at 12 o'clock. Amen. All right, I appreciate that, and thank you for allowing me to lead. Like you talked, that, that was a big word that you talked about lead. <laughs> <laughs> you did mention lead too. Thank Sister you, Johnson. thank you. Sister Johnson, you'll do the altar call. Sure. And Brother Dow, you can close us out, and I do the offering. No problem. Okay, um, we, we just thank God for the word today. And Amen. for those who are listening, it was a, a awesome word. And it, it talked to us about repentance. Yeah. And, and how when we repent, when we ask Jesus to come into our heart and we say, God, forgive me of all my sins, he will come in and he will change us and he will make us to be like him. Amen. And our sins will be forgiven um, she mentioned that those sins won't be remembered ever again. Mm-hmm. And so we all want to do that because we, yes. we want to be able to have that relationship with God. We'll be able to walk with him and have that intimate relationship with him. And then when we do leave this earth, we know that we have a heavenly home in heaven yes. to go to because he not only came and died for our sins, but he was resurrected unto eternal life so that we, too, can have eternal life. Amen. So for those of you who, who, who want that eternal life, just pray this prayer with me. Thank you, Jesus. Father, forgive me of my sins. I ask that you would come into my heart. I heard the word today, God, and I believe your word. I believe that you came and you died for my sins. Yes, Lord. And that if I ask you to forgive me and I believe it, in my heart that you were raised from the dead, that I will be saved. Well, Lord, from what I've already heard, I believe, and I receive you by faith in my heart. 
And, Lord, I confess with my mouth right now because according to your word in Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I will be saved. You said, for with the heart um, man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So Amen. I confess from this day forward that I am saved. And, Lord, I thank you for it. Thank you for it. And I receive it by faith. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And even for those who who may have been saved and and you started going your own way or you're not doing things the way God called you to do them, and you you realize that today, and you want to say, God, come back. Come in my heart again. Restore me. Restore me. I walked away. You never went anywhere. All right. I started doing things on my own, and I ask that you would forgive me and restore the joy of my salvation back to me once again so that I can continue to walk in your will and your way. I lay down my will today, and I pick up your will. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And, Lord, I thank you, O God, that I'm restored by faith in Jesus' name. And we say amen, 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 hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, yes, God, who come to know the Lord, because we yes, didn't Lord. know what it's like, so we just say thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, I turn it back over to you. The next part of the service, I'm going to do the um, offering. But this is how I give, I give for the Sunday school. When I get my little check once a month and I pay my tithes, I always pay my offering for the service for, the, for that month and for the Sunday school for each, each Sunday. Because I don't know how to do technology, so I give it to a pastor. I call a pastor, and she do it for me. And I pay my um, my dues and the and the motherboard, and that's how I pay mine. But I'm just saying, this is how Amen. you send your offering. It's yeah, our website. Amen, Brother Darrell. Our website is www.cornerstonedeliveringchurch. Oh, no, that's wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm doing an introduction. Forgive me, y'all. That's all right. Here the wrong thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. It's Cash App, dollar sign, CSDC12, Zell, Cornerstone Deliverance Church, at gmail.com. Website www.cornerstonedeliveringchurch.com. Or either you can send a money order, you can adopt it, E N D O R S D E D, to Cornerstone Deliverance Church, P.O. Box 1143, Edenton, E D T O N, North Carolina, 27932. Lord, I just want to thank you for blessing the ones that had to give. Lord, bless the ones that didn't have to give and that they might be able to give in the next offering. Eternally, Father, we thank you for how you move upon the hearts of your peoples on today, God, to give 
your work for your vision and your cause. We give it back to you, O oh God, that you may bless it, multiply it, and be used for your glory. And we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I turn it over to you, Brother Darrell. Thank you. Amen. Father God, we, we thank those that came here to Sunday school today through Cornerstone Deliverance Church. We thank you, Lord, for Ms. Corbina leading us Amen. in studying the word on today's lesson. Amen. I thank you, Father God, for giving me the power to listen, to learn, yes. so I can grow. Now I myself, but others here on the line to grow. Amen. And staying in the word and living daily by the word of God. But I just thank you, Lord, that you opened my eyes and also others here on the line to know new terms, uh, new words, words within the Bible to live by daily uh, that we learn today. And I thank you, Lord, for the word power study that we're given to challenge ourselves to learn and grow in God's name from Leader Cobina. And I just thank you, Father God, for the lady, I forget her name here on the line, who who, uh, also inspires me to keep coming back when she asks the questions. Mother Robin. I'll say Brother Ross. Thank you. I'm so sorry, Mother (laughs) Robin. And I just thank you, Lord, for her correction as well. But I also thank you, Lord, for opening my spirit as well as others who want a relationship with Christ. And this is where it begins, in Bible study and Sunday school. And I thank you, Lord, for giving people the time to manage and have the energy to come here to give time to you. Because it's not hard, Lord, if we just say, this is what I'm going to do. And I thank you, Lord, that you focus us on getting here to learn. Yes, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for allowing Course on the Literary Church to come my way, whether through social media or other friends that I got here. And it was the reason why you wanted me to come here. Thank you, continue And all the way in my life to be here. And, just, Lord, I hope that uh, we as members can share the gospel with others and definitely try yes. to bring someone next week. If not, Lord, touch them and get them here when, 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 when they're ready to know that yes, it's never Lord. too late to live in God's word. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I just thank you, Lord, for once again on a, not on a beautiful Sunday, but also a beautiful word in Christ for today. Yes, Lord. May we continue to bless families and friends here on the line, Lord, as well as others in our lives that we may know and let them know that what God can do. May we continue to tell them the joys of what God can do in your life if we're willing to change and build a relationship in the kingdom yes, of servitude. Lord. For these blessings I truly ask in your Lord, in your name, Lord, I pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Godly love, everybody. Godly love. We'll have a good day and a good week coming up. Thank you. Amen. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.